This is episode 58 of the Kribo Shoe Podcast, our favorite summer levels. to another episode of the Kribo Shoe Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm joined, at always, as always, by my co-host, Chad. How's it going, man? Hey, it's going pretty good. So we got a good show lined up for you guys today. We're going to be doing our favorite summer levels in Nintendo games, so we're looking forward to getting into that. Uh, before we do that, let's go ahead and talk about what we've been playing. What have you been playing here lately, Chad? So I've managed to squeeze in a few more hours on Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm oh, nice. up to probably 11 hours total playtime now. Absolutely loving the game. The story's getting better. I'm starting to re- recruit some other students into my house, and uh, I'm teaching my students. I'm a very good professor. So. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I'm glad you've been sticking with that and got to play a few more hours. That's good. For sure. Yeah, so same here. It's been really busy for me. Uh, I've got in a couple more hours into Yoshi's Crafted World. I'm trying to complete that and just get it off of my backlog. Oh, that'd be nice, uh, wouldn't it? I am really enjoying it, though. There, there's a lot of variety in the levels. So there there really, really is, it. yeah. And then the only other thing I've really had time to play is it's a demo. Um, uh, they came out with a Dragon Quest XI-S Echoes of an Elusive uh, demo out on the eShop, and it's a pretty good demo. I think they'll let you play the first 10 hours of the game or so, something like that. Right. And uh, any progress you make, you can transfer over if you buy the game. So pr- pretty neat demo, in my opinion. Uh, For sure, yeah. It kind of, kind of reminds me of Octopath, except it was only three hours. Right, so. yeah. So uh, probably just, uh, I think I'm exactly two hours in to the demo right now. When I saved, it kind of tells you how long you've played, and I think it said two hours. So. Right, right. It, it was a pretty uh, big download. It finally, it took forever to download on my Switch, but I got a download, and I actually started playing it uh, last night. And I think I got 45 minutes to an hour into it. And so far, I'm re- really enjoying it. Yeah, no, me too. And I, I really wasn't expecting to. I just thought, you know, since it's a big new release and there was a demo, I was like, well, I, sh- I should at least try this out. And I really didn't expect to like it. But so far, I am really enjoying it. Same, same here. And I, now I kind of understand why they named uh, the hero the hero in Smash because you can name him whatever you want to at the start of the game. Right, <laughs> so. yes, exactly. And, of course, this hero in this game, you know, the 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 default costume for the hero in smash is this one here so right yeah uh, it's really cool and uh, yeah i'm really enjoying it it's it's very uh it's very open-ended very i think we were talking earlier very colorful um i'm just really liking this game the one thing that bothers me is all the characters eyes seem to be kind of cross-eyed and it, it's really getting to me <laughs> kind of creepy huh yeah mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I've been playing that, and I don't know how long I'll stick with it, but it's nice to know, hey, you can try this game for several hours and decide whether it's for you or not. So. Right, yeah, that's awesome. All right, so moving on, what about pickups? Have you got anything interesting lately? So I uh, have picked up one uh, online purchase. I, I uh, got on the selling app that I downloaded, and I picked up a Wind Waker, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker Edition Wii U console with oh, the, with very nice. had, the, had the box and it was just complete so uh, I have been wanting to add one of those to the collection for a long time and I've finally done it that's great so is it pretty good shape the one you got so, it's, so it looks to be good it plays good it came even with some uh, downloadable uh, downloaded games on there I oh think wow a, a Mega Man game and other games that I would never play but yeah. <laughs> at least I have them now now uh, if I remember right this this limited edition Wii U it's the the only difference is really in the um, the game pad 
right? The system still is just like a standard black one, if I'm not mistaken. Same black, 32 gig. Yeah, just just the gamepad has some uh, gold lettering. So the gamepad and then, of course, the box it comes in, that's the two kind of defining features of it. Right, and as far as as Wii U's go, there was a standard black and the the standard white and then the the Zelda Wind Waker. And and that's it, right? That's it. Wow, yeah. Crazy with all the colors Nintendo typically does. Yeah, the Switch already has way more. (laughs) Right. Well, that's really cool. I'm glad you were able to pick that up. Yeah. Um, I also picked up a new uh, console, but this awesome. was a, a brand new console. All right. I, uh, I traded in my launch Nintendo Switch, the one I got on the day it came out. Uh, I traded in to GameStop. They were having a promotion, and I got the, the newer full-size Nintendo Switch, the one that has the, the new chip and the better battery life. So uh, I was happy to pick that up, and uh, I got all my stuff transferred over. Uh, it didn't take very long. Everything's there. All my saves, even my Splatoon 2 and Pokemon saves are there. So I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. So I, I assume you got the a new one in the box and everything. Yes, I do. It comes in a, more, a box that's more red than like the standard box was, so you, it was nice to have that. Nice. Do you like this box better than the previous one i do especially the back side of it kind of just is all red with two hands and the joy cons and it I, to me it looks really neat I, so. st- I still haven't seen one in person yeah so but i've seen a lot of pictures yeah i think i was in uh, i think i was in target earlier today and i believe they have them now i think i saw them there. awesome okay cool but yeah they're starting to show up in stores i'm guessing kind of as they get rid of their older stock of the switches they're getting these in but yeah i'm really liking it so far the battery life seems to be great uh the screen seems to be even a little better to me in a way it seems to be a little more like it's a little more colorful maybe but could just be the one i have i've heard some people say oh yeah the screen's definitely better and brighter and some people say oh no it's no difference at all so may just be kind of depending on which one you get but i can i think i can notice a difference Gotcha. I, w- I would like to know- notice uh, how Fire Emblem Three Houses runs in handheld mode. I've noticed mine will suck the battery in about an hour and a half to two hours. It's totally dry. I've heard the same thing. You know, I haven't got a chance to play it since I've got this new Switch, but I did see people talking online about Fire Emblem. seems like of the newer games, they said Fire Emblem Three Houses and Dragon Quest Builders 2, they say, are just battery hogs. Yeah. And you'll, you know, on a regular Switch, you may only get an hour and a half or two hours. And most people were saying on Fire Emblem, you could get four or four and a half hours. Really? So, That's impressive. Uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. so. But yeah, I was happy to get that, and uh, you know, overall, it's it's pretty much the same switch as always, just kind of some, some better stuff under the hood. So. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and really, that's it for us. That's my one and only pickup right there. Oh, so. well, at least we each got a console. So <laughs> yeah, awesome. I, we made it count. I forgot. I actually had one more pickup today. I finally found a copy of a, a used copy of Snipper Clips Plus. Cut it out together. Oh, awesome. So uh, I got a physical copy of that. This was a launch game for the Switch, and they made the physical copy later. That's right. So yeah. I finally got that. I'm looking forward to trying it out because I love the demo. Very nice. I, I don't know how rare that is, but I, I sure haven't seen it on a shelf in a long time at a store so I'm glad you were able to pick that up yeah me too well uh, I think you're gonna let me run through the news here yeah we got got, move on there we got quite a bit here for our main topic so uh we did get some information that some free costumes are coming to Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 the Black Order uh that's on August 30th and that update is also bringing uh Cyclops and Colossus as playable characters so we've already seen them in the game but can't play as them so that'll be really fun exactly but uh we're, we are getting uh the Spider-Man symbiote suit so that's what turns into Venom so I it's love a great, it's a great costume it is I love that suit uh, we're getting Hulk his Planet Hulk 
Also, I think it's in Thor Ragnarok. It's his uh, gladiator outfit. It looks <laughs> so pretty neat, too. It, it looks yeah. like a beast. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Captain Marvel. Before she was Captain Marvel, she was Ms. Marvel. That's and correct. That's the costume that we are getting. I believe this. she was also in uh, the first Ultimate Alliance, possibly the second one, too. I don't oh, know. Oh, cool. I think she was in the first one. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she was. Man, th- this is great. This was kind of one of our big gripes when we were talking about this game was that the, the few costumes that there are just basically just a palette swap, just different colors, but now they're actually adding costumes and like really desirable costumes to this game and even better they're free yeah that's awesome I love that so I and I believe they did say that more costumes will be coming I think so as well and I, I want to say they said they'd be free so that, that's great news I'm really glad to see some you know there's a lot of great costumes in the Marvel Universe and it's really cool that some of them are going to be coming to this game for sure it's kind of like Mario Odyssey they just kept bringing the costumes so right uh, also, the Black Order uh, DLC Part 1 Marvel Knights is releasing on September 30th. Yeah, so we got a release date for that, and I'm very excited about that because, of course, it includes our favorite Moon Knight. Moon Knight, Moon Knight is awesome. I can't wait. And they even announced a, a Disney Plus is coming pretty soon, and they announced a Moon Knight series will be on there. I saw that. So that's I will definitely cool. be checking that the out. The year of Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in other news, uh, so so this is kind of different. So Power A is apparently releasing an Overwatch protective case for your Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so looks like this was listed, I think, on Amazon. I believe it was. Uh, and yeah, it's officially licensed by Nintendo and Blizzard, and this has been this quickly got taken down from Amazon when it appeared. <laughs> you can no longer see it on there, and. I mean, this can only mean one thing, right? We're getting Overwatch characters in Smash. <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. No. Guess again. Uh, I think Overwatch is coming to the Switch. <laughs> I sure think so, too. Uh, I, this is very... I, I bet someone's in big trouble for this if this is indeed yeah. what's happening because this uh, this would have been a huge announcement if, if it hadn't if this case hadn't have got leaked. This is this is uh, news that should be in a Nintendo Direct right here. Oh, I agree yeah. completely. And uh, But yeah, anyway, it's, it's very interesting that this came up and then put down it seems like oh oops someone made a mistake but I really do feel like we probably will be getting Overwatch on the Switch right and I'm really not even familiar with Overwatch hardly at all I don't know if no, it's a I, I know, play or I not, know it's just a huge game and a lot of people play it and it's I mean people have been playing it for years now so yeah. it's very popular uh, I actually thought this case looked pretty cool too I don't know if you noticed the the zippers on this case there's two zippers they're shaped like little joy cons I thought really I, oh that's yeah, cool yeah it's a pretty neat looking case so. <laughs> I just got a quick glimpse I didn't yeah. look at it. But yeah, I would think if we get another direct, and we may touch on that a little later, I would have think this would probably have been one of the big announcements to, for it right I, here. I may have to pick up this Switch case. So yeah. Maybe it'll be a pro controller to match. <laughs> uh, we're also getting uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020. Uh, we got some new events have been revealed, and they're uh, 2D inspired. Yeah, did you check out the trailer for I, this? I did. I saw, uh, I believe it was Peach getting body slammed by Tails or somebody. <laughs> this is crazy. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw this trailer. I mean, you kind of, it looks like you've got a lot of the uh, the Mario sprites from like the NES, and then you've got the Sonic sprites from the Genesis. So it's like 8-bit sprites and 16-bit sprites. And yeah. This just looks like a lot of fun. I'm just as excited about these 2D events as I am about the main game. S- same here. Uh, I believe there's going to be like uh, maybe like 10 events or something that are right. like 2D inspired. And yeah, no, they, they looked really, really fun. 
It did. It reminded me of, you know, if Nintendo and Sega would have actually been got, getting along back in the 90s, that they may have made a game sort of like this way back then. And, yeah. of course, they were bitter rivals back then, but it, it's really cool for them to kind of look back and, 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 and you know, have this 2D mode as well as the main game. So, I, I don't know. I've never played a Mario Sonic game, but I'm really looking forward to this one. Everything I hear about it just makes me more and more intrigued by it. So. And the plus side on this is it's coming to the Switch. Most of the Switch games are bringing... Most uh, publishers are bringing their best to the Switch. That's so right. I have yeah. high hopes for it. Me too. Uh, we got some new NES games that have been added to Nintendo Switch Online. Oh, I'm so excited. What <laughs> great games. What what classic games did they release this month, Chad? We got Kung Fu Heroes and Vice Project Doom. Hmm. This is where we'll insert the cricket noises. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wow. I don't know of anything about either of these games here. We're getting to the end of the road here on these <laughs> NES classics, man. I, I don't know. They, they need to move on to the Super Nintendo. I, I think so. And after uh, what we talked about last episode where we got that glimpse of that possible uh, uh, Super Nintendo controller right. that we're hoping to get, hopefully that'll be announced I, soon. I think this needs to come in the next month or two. I mean, they, we are really getting into the weeds here on the games they're releasing. So. It's, it's pretty rough. <laughs> Oh, we got a uh, release date for Mario Kart Tour, finally. Yes, so this is the Mario Kart coming to the smartphones here. Yes, so it is launching on September 25th, and there is a trailer for the game now. And you can also pre-register now for it, and I have. I have as well. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, I, I hear, have seen, I saw on Nintendo Life where there's a kind of a big deal about Diddy Kong being playable again mm-hmm. in a Mario race. Really game. cool. <laughs> so. They make sure and show him off in the trailer too. And they do. I was very impressed by this trailer. I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but it looked like there's some pretty neat new courses, and even seems like that maybe depending on the course, or maybe you just unlock these as you play through the game. But some even different like costumes for the characters, which to me is a pretty new thing to Mario Kart, having multiple outfits for a character. Right. So. Yeah. I I saw Mario wearing uh look like a, a different kind of hat than he normally I wears. I really neat, suit. yeah. I could be wrong. I think when somebody was driving around in a taxi car too. Yeah, this so. this looks really this looks really neat and I saw a lot of it seems like each character has a special power up that only they can have. And this reminded me a lot of Mario Kart Double Dash on the GameCube. Yeah. You know, Bowser has his giant spiny shell again, you know, and Yoshi throws eggs and stuff and that's something we haven't seen for a little while. Each character having a special power up so I'm really glad to see those return. Right, yes. Same here, you know. I'm I'm very much looking forward to Mario Kart Tour. I'm not sure how they'll handle the microtransactions and everything. Probably like they do all the very time. Very heavy-handedly, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> yes. But uh, no, I'm very excited about this. I, I think this is has the potential besides, you know, Pokemon Go, which itself is probably the biggest uh, game Nintendo will ever release on mobile. But I think after that, I think this easily has a chance to be the next biggest game for Nintendo because Mario Kart is just huge. Everybody it's loves their, it. It's their best-selling franchise. So when, when all of a sudden people realize that they can just get this game, download it for free on their phone, I think this is going to be absolutely huge for them. Yeah, same here. All right, uh, several SKUs have for uh, unannounced Nintendo Switch games have suddenly been found in GameStop's internal database. 
Do you think yeah. there's a new Nintendo Direct coming soon? I do, man. They, they this happened right before E3, and uh, boy, the amount of games they had that these SKUs for kind of lined up with the games they announced. And I, I think we're going to get another September Direct, man. I really do. It, it's time for one. It really is. I think they said we've had a September Direct the last two or three years. So I, I, I really see this happening. And I just have a question for you. Uh, do you have any predictions for what some of these games might be? You know, I, I've been so worried about the games that are coming out mm-hmm. I don't know what they would release I really don't maybe uh, I really hope for a Pikmin collection or a new Pikmin I, I think we're getting something Pikmin even if it, it may even just be a, a remake of Pikmin 3 on the Wii U but I would love for something to come and I really think it's time for Pikmin to come to the Switch yeah we've. I mean they came out with uh, Pikmin 1 and 2 on the GameCube then they remade those for the Wii and then they made Pikmin 3 for the Wii U so if they follow tradition that a remake will definitely be coming yeah I also think, I really think we'll get, we'll finally get another look at Bayonetta 3. You know, it's been a long time since we heard about this game. Yeah, And yeah. I, I think now would be the time to start talking about some of these games that may be coming out in 2020. Right. Uh, and then I have one more prediction. All right. right. Now, this is going to be real way out there, but I think now would be a great time for at the very end of this direct for them to tease the sequel to Mario Odyssey. You know, we haven't heard anything for a long time, but you know they're working on it. So uh, they've already announced Breath of the Wild 2. I could really see them going out with a bang at this next direct with Mario Odyssey 2. That would be incredible. I would absolutely love that. I, I need to play as Cappy again, so... That would be awesome. That's what I'm hoping Speaking for. Speaking of uh, Mario, did you happen to see the, uh, I believe it was a tweet that Nintendo put out about uh, Mario eating watermelon? Yes, and said something about the sunshine in the tweet. Yeah, the Odyssey and the sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> so. so who knows? Maybe we're getting some, a remake of uh, Super Mario Sunshine or, or Sunshine Levels in this Mar- new Mario Odyssey. Who or this knows? could just be classic Nintendo like they did with Chibi Robo being on fire. So. That's right, yeah. Oh, I'll never forgive them for yeah. that. <laughs> So this is something that you put on here that I had no clue about, and uh, yes. I, I actually heard more stuff on it today. I'm very excited about this. This is awesome. So Aladdin and the Lion King remasters are coming to all systems, Xbox, uh, PS4, and uh, Nintendo Switch. That's right. Uh, on October 29th, uh, it's called Disney Classic Games Aladdin and the Lion King, so it's a two-pack. That's right. It includes the Sega Genesis, the Game Boy, and the Super Game Boy versions of Virgin Games' Aladdin and The Lion King, as well as the Super Nintendo Entertainment System version of The Lion King. And I believe this will retail for $29.99. Yes. So I grew up playing these games, and these were two of my favorite movies as a child. Uh, so I'm very excited. I never thought these games would be released again because, again, with the licensing issues. But uh, I'm very excited about this. And it looks like they're going to be uh, HD graphics. You're going to be able to rewind if you mess up. You're going to have an option to have these games play themselves and then pick up wherever you want, which is very important because these games are brutally difficult. Like, The Lion King, I never got past the second level, and most people didn't either. Like, they actually admitted that they made the second level so hard because they didn't want people to just rent the game, beat it, and then not buy it. They legitimately made the second level to The Lion King impossible to beat almost. Oh, man. So, uh, I'm really excited that I'll not only get to relive the first two levels from my childhood, but I'll get to see the full game maybe this time. So, they they remade the graphics in HD and everything to make it look better? I think they've at least up the 
them. Yeah, okay, yeah so, so kind of maybe similar to what they did to the DuckTales remastered on Wii U and the the other systems, probably. I I hope so. Yes. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, this is pretty new news here, so I don't know a whole lot, but uh, I'm I'm very excited about this. And one other thing I'm really excited about is that it's called Disney Classic Games before Lion King and Aladdin, which makes me think: Is this going to be the start of a series where they look back at some of the? Because there's a lot of good Disney games from the '90s and 2000s, and so it'd be really cool if this is becomes kind of a thing that they do. No, I was wondering the exact same thing because that's kind of an odd title. It is. If they were just going to do it this one time, why would they put that on there? There would be no reason to. This is just kind of the power of the Switch to me. You never know what ports you're going to be getting next. Exactly. Um, one thing to note, though, is that uh, Aladdin on the, which they're only including, as far as the home console versions, they're only including the Genesis version. Aladdin also came to the Super Nintendo, and it was made by a different developer. Capcom made it, and there are two completely different games. In fact, in the Genesis one, Aladdin has a sword he can swing, and the Super Nintendo one, he just throws apples at enemies. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people actually prefer the Super Nintendo version of the two, and that one is not in this because, again, the, it was a different developer. So I guess they weren't able to get that one included. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, I'm very much looking forward to this. These games are, are a lot of fun, and I'm excited that I can hopefully actually beat them this time. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm very excited. They'll definitely be on my pickup list. Awesome. That's pretty much all we have for the news. We have a couple recent or releases whenever we have this podcast aired. Uh, Astral Chain is going to be available August right. 30th. So, or is this something you think you'll be picking up? I've been seeing reviews. It looks like almost a solid nine across the board. I know it. That's really it's really tempting to pick it up because, like you said, the reviews have been great. I think the review embargo lifted on Monday, and I started seeing this online that this company, this this website, gives it a nine. This gives it a nine point five. This gives it four out of five stars, and it's like, wow, everybody seems to like this game. So. Uh, I, I may pick it up. I see that Walmart looks like they're going to be selling it for fifty dollars again in stores. So that's that's the place. I may, to sh- I may have to pick it up. Yes, yeah. we'll see. I, I, th- I think I will. I've got so much to play. I don't. That's know the when, thing. I don't yeah. know when I'm going to have time for it. But uh, from what I've seen and what I've heard, uh, it's it's got to be a, a must pick up for me. Yeah, and on top of that, there's another game I'm planning on picking up coming out very soon as well. Is that the Spyro Reignited Trilogy? Yes, I really want to pick this up. This is a, a complete remaster, just like they did with the Crash, the first three Crash games or the first three Spyro games. And I absolutely love these games as a kid. I had them all and played them all and beat them all. So I'm definitely going to be picking this up as well. That's very cool. That comes out on September the 2nd. Uh, I've, I've only played one Spyro game on PS1, and I don't know which one it was. So oh, okay. I, yeah. I was very little. Yeah. But uh, I, I do plan on picking this up as well. You know, they, they were not near as good, don't get me wrong, but uh, at the time that Spyro came out on the PlayStation, it was basically the PlayStation's version of Super Mario 64. It was the first real big, polished, you know, 3D go anywhere game. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot was came before it, but you only, you know, you could move around a little bit, but the stages were very linear. You couldn't just walk around anywhere. And in Spyro, you could. So it was really, it was really cool at the time to see that on the PlayStation. For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, we're going to get to our main topic: our favorite summer levels. All right, so our main topic this week, we thought we'd do our favorite summer levels from all Nintendo games. We did this last winter, I think, our favorite winter levels. So now, especially here in Texas, it is hot. It is a hot summer, and so we thought this would be a perfect time to talk about some of our favorite summer levels. 
For sure. Now, so, uh, oh, go ahead. When I, whenever I think of summer levels, I think of tropical islands, uh, the desert levels, and right. anything just hot, and uh, the beach. Any any games revolve around that kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. And, and palm trees. So we're going to kind of do this how we've done it before. We're, we each have our top three, and we're just going to kind of uh, take turns going from three all the way down to one. Sounds good. How about you go ahead and start us off, Chad? Okay, so my number three is uh, the Baby Donkey Kong levels from Yoshi's Island DS. Now this was a game that uh, I picked up. My sister had a DS and uh, I was being a good brother at the time. I had $26 and I went to our local game store and they had this game for $24.95. So I was, I'm gonna buy this for and then I'll get to play it later. <laughs> so I took it up and the total came up to $26 and one penny. Oh, so I no. had to go find my mom in our mall and get the penny to pay for this game. <laughs> wow, they wouldn't just let you like... They, they would not. They said wow. I had to pay the whole thing. So uh, me and that guy did not get along, but I think I was 13, so I couldn't really do anything about it. Come on, guy. You give the guy a penny. Come so what's on. cool about Yoshi's Island DS is uh, not just Baby Mario is in the game. Baby Peach, Baby Bowser, Baby Wario, and Baby Donkey Kong, are you can have them on Yoshi's back. And oh, they wow. Each, they each have different power-ups. I think Bowser can breathe fire. Peach will float with their parasol. And... Uh, Wario has a magnet, I think. I can't remember what you do with it. Oh, yeah. Wario's classic weapon, the magnet. Yeah, the magnet. <laughs> and uh, Donkey Kong can swing from the vines. Okay. And I always think of Donkey Kong in tropical summer levels anyway. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's, it's just so cool on these Yoshi games and have Donkey Kong riding on your back. And uh, you can... I think uh, the monkeys in the level had stolen Baby Peach away, so Donkey Kong is there to help you get her. And oh, he, I think okay. he's even wearing a little necktie. Oh, that's awesome. So, I don't know anything about this game, but it sounds like a lot of fun. It, it really is. If you like the Yoshi's Island games, it's it plays just about the same, but you just have a lot of different options with the babies and everything. And the baby Donkey Kong, I, I love anything with Donkey Kong in it. Oh, yeah. So I just love having Don playing with Donkey Kong and Yoshi at the same time. Very cool. All right, so my number three is one of the first summer levels I can ever remember playing. And this, and it's really a series of levels. So my number three is World 2 from Super Mario Brothers 3. Now, World 2 is the desert world of Super Mario Brothers 3. And I do think there may have been some desert levels in Super Mario Brothers 2, but I did not play them in order. I played 1 and then 3 before I played 2. So when I got to World 2 of Super Mario Brothers 3, it was the first time I can remember ever seeing a desert level in a video game. And I was very impressed by it. I mean, this is sand, bright sun. In fact, one of the levels, the sun tries to attack you, the angry <laughs> sun. And uh, that was a huge shock to me as a kid. But I really liked this desert world. And, and it was it was just really neat seeing, oh, wow, that, you know, Nintendo with Super Mario Bros. 3, each world doesn't look the same like it did in Super Mario Bros. 1. Each world has its own theme. You know, it's a water world, a giant world. But I always liked the desert world. And so when I think about a summer level, I think about world 2 of Mario Brothers 3. No, normally I just do not care for the desert worlds. When I play a Mario game, I just oh, I get so fed up with them and I don't know if it's the colors or what, but I just don't usually care for them, but on Mario Brothers 3, I have to say it I do like it and it has some of the best uh, like the the whenever you just see the overworld of World 2 has some of the best music I think I've ever heard. Oh, it does. On a Mario game. I yes. absolutely love it. Very cool. What's your number two, Chad? So my number two, and we were talking about this earlier, I think this whole game could almost be classified as a summer game. And that I is agree. Splatoon 2, but a certain stage from Splatoon 2, and that is The Reef. 
Oh, that's a great choice, man. This is one of the first stages I think we've ever even saw from Splatoon 2. And then we went to Pack South and got to play on this stage. That's before right. Before this game even came out. So this stage just has special meaning to me right off the bat. But it is, is, has trees and cars. And it's kind of, it looks like it's in a park and everything. Yep. This stage is just, I mean, it's my favorite stage since the beginning of Splatoon 2. And it's still my favorite yeah, I feel the same way, man. This stage is just uh, unparalleled, in my opinion. And, yeah, it's very, very summery for sure. For sure. It, it, I found out something recently in the background of this stage. I think there's a Ferris wheel from another stage. I think it's Wahoo World or something. I think it's a theme park on Splatoon 2. But that Ferris wheel is – you can actually play around it on that other stage so you can see it from the That's reef. That's cool. So it's visible from the reef. Wow, I never neat. noticed that either. Yeah. And I've played on it dozens of times. <laughs> same sure. here. Wow. Okay. But that's my favorite Splatoon tune uh to summer level very nice uh my number two is going to be koopa troopa beach from mario kart 64 and uh so mario kart 64 is one of my favorite games as a kid it was such a huge upgrade to me as far as in looks and graphics to super mario kart on the super nintendo and i loved koopa troopa beach uh, of course, it's very summery. You're on a beach. It has a tide that comes in and out. So when the tide is in, the the, the course is very narrow. But when it's out, it's extremely wide. And uh, this was one of the first Mario Kart courses I saw that had giant ramps. And there there's there's several in this game, and they're just huge. And one of them leads to a big hole in the rock and mountainside. And if you hit it just right with a speed boost, you can go through it and go through a shortcut. But it was very hard to pull off. And I just absolutely loved this uh, this course, one of my favorite Mario Kart courses. And we've only seen it in one other Mario Kart game, to my knowledge. That was Mario Kart 7 on the uh, 3DS. It also has this course. And it's just a great summer level, in my opinion. I absolutely love this course. Uh, I, I played it on both Mario 64 and Mario Kart 7. It definitely looks a lot better in Mario Kart 7. It does, yeah. Graphics. Yeah, the graphics don't really hold up as impressed as I was in 1997. But it's, it's a great it's, course. It's, it is great. I absolutely love it. Yes, that that hole in the or that yeah that cave there that is super hard to hit. I don't oh, think it's I, very hard. I don't think I ever hit it in the sixty four version. Yeah, <laughs> so I was pretty little though. When there I was, was also that. with the with the tide going in and out. There was a sandbar that if you hit it just right, you could skip a big portion of the level by going on the sandbar. But you had to time it just it perfect. Had to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. So a couple of good shortcuts in that level too, which is always nice in a Mario Kart course. Definitely, that's that's a definitely a good a uh, good summer level there. So, right. so my number one, and I think you could just talk about this whole game again. Oh, 100%. A, a summer, a summer there's, game. There's never been a more of a summer Nintendo game, I don't think, than this one right here. And it is Super Mario Sunshine. And to prove that it's a summer game, he's wearing short sleeves. So That's right. Awesome. <laughs> Which I don't think you hardly ever see again. <laughs> Until in Mario Odyssey, he just took his whole shirt off. So uh, My favorite from Super Mario Sunshine is uh, Pinna Park. That's a great so, uh, level. I, right I love there. it. The first time you go there, I think you fight a giant mechanical Bowser. And uh, I, I have fond memories of that as a kid. And I, I would just, after I beat, beat the game, I would just go back there and just explore the whole thing. I knew how oh, to yeah. get around the place, take shortcuts, and just do the, the sideways jump to get even higher on the courses and just walk along the roller coaster rails. Oh, yeah. You just you, There's so much cool things to do in Mario Sunshine once you figure it out. But this is my all-time favorite part is just the amusement part. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that was one of my favorite parts of this game as well. And like you say, Morrow's in short sleeves in this game. And I even think that he could, if you got a certain amount of collectibles or something, I think you could even get sunglasses for him. So, I mean, this is a very summery game right here. For sure. You collect so. coins, you get him a shine sprite shirt, I believe, and some sunglasses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see this game again, and who knows, like we say with the Nintendo's tweet of Mario here lately, maybe we'll finally get this summer game again. Oh, that, that would be awesome. I would love it. Well, my number one is from another one of our favorite franchises. Uh, my number one comes from Animal Crossing New Leaf. And uh, not that this game really has stages, but this game does have different areas. And my favorite area of this game is Tortimer Island. And, you know, Animal Crossing New Leaf has different seasons. Of course, if you're playing in the summer, well, it is summer in Animal Crossing. But it's also fall, winter, and spring. But Tortimer Island is always summer. And that's one thing I really like about it and why it's my number one. I love going to Tortimer Island. It's so much fun. You can sh uh, fish for sharks on the beach, catch giant bugs for lots of money at night. That's <laughs> right. Go scuba diving. Scuba diving, yeah, that's right. It's a lot of fun. Me and my wife enjoyed when we were playing this every day when it was new. We enjoyed going to the island together. You get to ride on the boat together out yeah. there and rent wetsuits and go out there and see what we could find. And we just had a lot of fun uh, catching bugs, fishing, all that kind of stuff. And it was just nice, even in the winter when it's all snowy in your village, to go to Tortimer Island and the sun's out. For sure. So I've, I've, I think that's a perfect summer, summer level for sure. I, I totally agree. I've always always enjoyed going out to the Animal Crossing islands, even back in the day when you had to hook up a Game Boy link cable to your system. That's to, right. To get I did there. that as well. So yeah. I absolutely loved it. And uh, I think Tortimer Island is definitely the best version of that. Definitely. On, on uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. And I want to say that, that Tortimer Island is a stage in Smash Brother on the Wii U, and it is probably in the... Uh, uh, switch one as well. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. is. Yep. So it, it, you know, it, it's even in Smash Brothers. So you know, it's good. It's, it's definitely good. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. So I had a couple more honorable mentions that I, I just wanted to mention. They didn't make my top three, but these also remind me of the summer. One of them is from a, a, a Switch game, and that's uh, the Seaside Kingdom from Mario Odyssey. Oh, yes. And this gives a real summer vibe to me right here. And in fact, it's the kingdom that reminds me most of Mario Sunshine. Uh, and and it's to me, it's just the perfect summer summer level in, in Mario Odyssey. You know, you've got the beach with the volleyball court on the side and all the water, and, and I, I don't no, I just I really like this kingdom in Mario Odyssey. Yeah, I'm with you. You can go scuba diving, and some of the uh, the captures in that that part of the the kingdoms there are some of my favorite. I think you can get that. Uh, I can't remember the names, but it's a, a little like puffer fish thing. Yeah, yes. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, go really fast. Yeah. <laughs> And then another one I have, and this is another Nintendo 64 game. I had this game as a kid, and that's Wave Race 64. And again, this is a really fun racing game. And of course, it's just always blue water and blue skies. It's the perfect summer game. And so when I think about a summer game, I, this also comes to my mind, even though it's not one of the most popular Nintendo games. It just, to me, it's just very, it's the perfect game for the summer. So Very cool. I picked this game up a while back. I've just never had a chance to play it. I'll have to give it a shot. It's a lot of fun yes very cool only honorable mention i really had was probably tortimer island oh perfect Crossing. yes yeah <laughs> you're number one yeah so yeah that's that's our favorite summer games from nintendo uh from the nintendo franchises that we've played and i think we picked some really good ones here yeah i've really enjoyed this it's a lot of fun 
for sure. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. We want to remind everyone that they can visit our show page. It's at anchor.fm slash Shoot podcast. We're available on all the popular podcast platforms and apps. So you can find us. Just search for our show name and you'll find us. Uh, we're on social media. We're on Twitter at at Pod. Uh, we're at, um, let's see here, we are on Instagram at, at Shoe Podcast, and we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.